fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Well, I tell you, I think we're having a day of the media retracting themselves, which doesn't happen very often, but they kind of had to. After crashing, semi-crashing the stock market on Friday, even for a half day of trading, now they're trying to re-pull re back just a little bit. They're trying to rein it in just a little bit, and we'll see if they can make that happen. Hey, welcome into the show. Hopefully you had a wonderful Thanksgiving break. Holy cow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hopefully you got the entire weekend off and got to enjoy a little bit. I am still recovering from the tryptophan uh, turkey uh, coma that I was in. I literally ate so – we had two turkeys on our Hoosier uh, family dinner. Uh, somebody brought one. We had one ourselves. So we brought two together, had a big little party thing. A big little party. I love that. Got to enjoy those. And then we've been eating leftovers all weekend long. And I told you – the best part of the entire Thanksgiving thing is the leftovers. Turkey sandwiches make me so happy. And I think by tonight for dinner, we'll have just about all of it wrapped up, which makes me really sad because we were going to make some turkey uh, uh, turkey enchiladas, which is Mrs. Voice of Reason's tradition every single year to use the turkey for the turkey enchiladas. Haven't even gotten to do that. And yet we've been eating away at it. So it's been fun. Hopefully you had a great time as well. Working with the family and the friends. Got to enjoy a little bit. Maybe watch a little football. Sit back, watch some movies. Maybe decorate for Christmas. I will say, never in my life, never in my life have I actually been able to go out and hang Christmas lights in 70 degree weather. Where I'm at here in the Wichita area, yeah, it was 70 all weekend long. So we got to hang some of the Christmas lights up on the roof. We got to set up all the decorations outside. And I loved doing it in shirt, in a, a cutoff t shirt and shorts because why the heck not? I don't know what it's like in the rest of the country, but I am enjoying it here in the middle of the country. Hey, welcome into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We have a lot to get to today. It's going to be fun. Uh, as the usual, the media trying to dominate the conversation in ways that they shouldn't even attempt to dominate in some of the conversations. So we'll get to that in a second with the COVID-19 variant coming out of South Africa. Now, this broke Thursday, Friday, so maybe you haven't even listened to this or heard the news about what's going on there and what the media did on Friday to kind of screw up the markets. Yeah, I know. So we'll get to that in a second. We have a lot of big news going on today. We'll try and touch on as well. We have Jack Dorsey stepping away from Twitter. Say what? Why? So we'll get to that in a second here as well. We have some interesting news out of the cartoon realm. The Simpsons versus South Park. There's a little battle going on here and who's actually going to stand up to the crazy mob and the woke crowd that tries to silence anything that may be offensive. And that's kind of an interesting conversation. So we'll have some fun with that a little bit. Plus, we have Richard Battle. He is uh, author of the book Life's Daily Treasures, uh, 366 Doses of Hope, Optimism, Personal Growth and Encouragement. We'll talk with him at the bottom of the hour. How do we go through this crazy, wild world that we're in today right now and uh, actually have a little bit of optimism, have a little bit of hope? How do we get through these crazy times? We'll talk with him in just a little bit right now. So right now, hopefully you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, and I know I did myself. A lot of R&R, &R, got to enjoy a little bit, got to do some Christmas hanging and uh, Christmas lights and decorations and getting set for a major 2022, I'm telling you. 
it, Donald Trump, you say it's going to be huge. It's going to be bigly. So we got a lot of announcements we'll have here in just a little bit as well. But first, let's get into the What's Trending stories of the day. What's trending today? I can't go without mentioning this, even though I don't really care one way or another because he wasn't going to get the nomination. But Matthew McConaughey, all right, all right, all right, uh, decided not to run for the Texas governor's race next year. (laughs) I kind of had a feeling he's been teasing it. He was like walking out there acting like the super cool celebrity in Texas thinking he was going to have a chance to do it. But yet he was like, I don't really know if I'm going to run, dude. I just I'm not really sure. So decided not to run. I guess he figured that he can't just make vague political stances without actually locking down on a political stance and still gain popularity. Some are able to do it. Barack Obama was the the, the brilliant mastermind behind that where you could say a whole lot of nothing, and yet people still thought you were saying something and sound really, really cool doing it. Barack Obama was great at it. Matthew McConaughey, being an actor, has to have a script in front of him. And he's not a bad guy. I don't know anything about the guy. I'm not going to rail on him, but he was very vague in his stances on political issues everywhere he went. Hey, Matthew, what do you believe about guns? Well, I believe that we need to lower the crime rates by like doing something with guns, but I believe that people should be able to carry guns too. Like what? Those are the kind of answers that he, that he had when he was running. So it's good that he's not running. Go back to you know maybe making some political comments on the side like every other Hollywood actor does. Make your movies, be the celebrity, and just enjoy life. You don't need the crazy political realm. I think he also realized how much work it actually goes into wanting to be a politician by going on the campaign trail, trying to win people over. You can't win just based on celebrity status. Donald Trump was kind of the perfect example of that. He had celebrity status, but yet look at all the crowds that he pulled in at every rally, and he was doing rallies every single night of the week, even leading up to the election night uh, in the first election and the second election as well against Joe Biden. But he was out there campaigning all the time, and he had celebrity status. So it just didn't work out for Matthew McConaughey. I guess that's good news. Greg Abbott still, I guess, the front runner here. You have Alan West. Colonel Allen West, he's running as well. Uh, that's good news. I'm a big fan of him. I know that's going to be a big laundry list of people trying to run. And then you have Beto O'Rourke, where he's just an idiot trying to stand out and look like he's still relevant in some way, shape, or form. Because the party, I don't know if you've noticed or not, the Democrat Party has all but just erased him from the party and has just kind of ostracized him. Do your own thing, dude. You're giving us a bad rep. If you win, then maybe we'll look at you again and support you. That's really where he's at. He's in a deep red state of texas outside of obviously the big cities but he's in a deep red state trying to campaign on anti-gun second amendment issues trying to run on socialism and the safety net and social spending and higher taxes and trying to bring an income tax to the state of texas which they do not have so good luck with that you're not going to win. You came closer than I what I thought you would in the senate race against Ted Cruz that doesn't mean that you're going to win the governor's race Because Texas is not to that point. And once it does become that point, then we're in a serious world of hurt. So, Texas, we're here supporting you. We're going to make sure no crazy left-wing radical socialist actually gets into office. On the big front, though, we need to talk about this. What's trending today? This is the big story. I want you for an example. Now, you already know this. We already know this. We talk about it on the show every single day. But I want to put this into perspective because sometimes we need just a reminder of how big... And how brutal 
in how strong and influential the mainstream media actually is. You and I may not pay attention to the mainstream media every single day like we you know, like other people do. We watch alternative news sites like One America's News Network or Newsmax, maybe a little bit of Fox News, but I don't know. I think that's kind of gone to the wayside a little bit as well. But mostly you get it from uh, alternative news sources on TV. Obviously, you listen to talk radio. If you listen to programs like this, you find things online. But you do your own research and kind of look for the alternate sites because if you know that it has the label of CNN, CBS, MSNBC, uh, whatever, then you know it's probably not credible. You and I know this. Not a lot of people know. Well, I guess I take that back. There is a sect of the population that does not know this. But I want you to know just how influential they are, not just to us, the common folk that are going about our day, day-to-day activities, just getting off work, trying to go home and actually have a nice family dinner. They're influential to people that actually have power, people that actually have influence, people that actually can make or break an economy, for example, like the stock market and investors and people that actually trade and do daily trading. I don't know if you were paying attention on Friday. We were live on Friday on the show, and it was a huge deal because the stock market plunged like a 1,000 points. It was like 940 points right at the close. The after trading as well was like over a 1,000 points in the red. It was a weird, massive day all across the board. The Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ, all three of them were in the red big time. And the issue was because of this new variant that came out of South Africa, and many investors were concerned about another global shutdown. This is a new variant. It's not working with the vaccine. It's uh, it's immune to the vaccine. It's spreading easily. They were talking about people in separate rooms. They weren't even close to each other, but separate rooms that were transmitting it with each other because it's an airborne virus that's not uh, that, that the vaccines cannot protect you from. And everybody absolutely panicked on Friday. Now, luckily, most of this listenership here does not listen to the mainstream media 24 hours a day. So when something like this breaks, they don't go into panic mode. But panic mode ensued, especially on the stock market, a thousand points lower on Friday. Now, today it's rebounded a little bit. and It's back up like 400 points by the end today. So we've gained some of the losses that we had back. But they realized today, not on Friday when the news broke and every media outlet was carrying this and it was the major breaking news. Oh, there's a new variant. Oh, it's more transmissible. Oh, it's immune to the vaccines. Oh, my gosh, we're going to die. It's another global shutdown. We're concerned here. The crazy and the scare tactics that were happening obviously happened for a purpose, and we'll get into that in just a second. But they started retracting them today because now they found out that while it is more transmissible, like we talked about on the show on Friday, in general, again, for a nice little summary recap for you here, if you missed the show, uh, the program on Friday because it's the holiday and you weren't paying attention, in generalized summarizations here, when a, vi- when a virus mutates to become still relevant in the world because of a vaccine, meaning the vaccine causing the, the mutation and the variant because it wants to stay prevalent in existence in the world, it becomes airborne and it becomes transmissible. But also when it mutates and becomes more transmissible, it also becomes less deadly. It becomes less severe. Now, if you talk to Dr. Fauci about that, he doesn't say that's the case and he tries to completely ignore it, but that's the truth in general for most viruses. So when we hear about all these different variants, it's not because they're more deadly, it's because they're more transmissible, but that means the deadliness of them and severity of them goes down. If it becomes less transmissible, then sometimes the, uh, the potency, let's say, goes higher because it's not so watered down to where it's easier to contract. So shocker... 
After the crazy news and the panic that ensued on Friday from a new variant, and we're all going to die from this thing, and the stock market tanked by like a thousand points, and everybody's losing their minds. Shocker, because we found out it's more transmissible. Studies today and the news today on a Monday is showing that it's actually more transmissible, but it's less deadly. In fact, it's even less deadly than the Delta variant that is very less deadly as well. It's got like a 0.02% death rate to the Delta variant. This one's even less. It's more transmissible because it's airborne and it's not going away. And no, there is not a vaccine that can do anything about it. But now that we realize it's not going to kill off the entire population, stock market starting to rebound. Now, I asked the question on Friday, why is the media covering this at such a panic state going into a holiday weekend and creating a massive panic in the stock market going into a holiday weekend? And the answer is because they have the power to do so. Panic buying. Going into Black Friday and Cyber Monday, panic buying, buying all the essentials. I guess toilet paper is going to go off the shelves again. I don't know. But panic buying, oh my gosh, we're going to lock things down. Go and buy all the goodies for Christmas now because they're not going to be on the shelf just a week or two from now. All the toys, all the electronics, trying to get the shipments into the country and get them uh, get them actually docked and exported and getting the trucking industry moving again, getting everything moving again. The panic was going into the holiday weekend. Look at this. We're going to shut down again potentially because of how bad this thing is. Oh, my gosh, what's, what's it going to do to the shopping for the holidays? And now that we realize it's not as transmissible, now they open things back up after the holiday weekend. Have you done your shopping? Oh, it's really not as bad as we thought. Point in case here, just remember how important and how big the mainstream media is, how influential they are. That's all they focused on on Friday. Now they're like, oh, sorry, that's really not that bad. It's okay. But the deed's already done. What did they get out of it? The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss Part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, 
Catch our special features and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. See retailer for details. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you very much. We are killing it, by the way, on the podcast downloads. Lots of them coming in towards the end of the month. That's awesome. Thank you so much for that. We appreciate it. We are about ready to break yet another record going into the end of the year. So that is way cool. And we thank you. I can't thank you enough for that. By the way, if you have not signed up for the newsletter yet, we will send out the monthly newsletter for The Voice Reason either Friday at the end of the week or Monday. I'm not sure which day is usually the best for people to read that stuff. I, I don't know. So maybe I'll send it out Friday. But if you have not signed up, you still have a chance to do so. Go to HoosierReason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com, and it'll pop up right as soon as you get on there and say, do you want to become a Hoosier-holic? You say, yes, I do. Type in your email. It's totally free. We don't spam you. We just send you a once-a-month email. It has some really cool stuff on it. It has our monthly blog on there. has our civic holidays for the month. It has some nice little words of encouragement for the new month. has some information on uh, guests that we've had on the show from the last month, guests that are coming up in the new month, some stuff with the Hoosier Media Network and all the great stuff we're working on there. So it's got a lot of great content, totally free. Again, just go to the website, HoosierReason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason.com, and Hoosier Reason on all of the social media sites as well. So uh, there it is. All right, so this new variant... The media panicked everybody at the end of the week, uh, whether it's because of the shopping, whether it's because people are starting to stray away from the mandates and trying to fight and push back a little bit from the government, trying to force the vaccines onto you. If you get it, it's your own choice, but I want it to be your own choice, not because I don't have another choice and that's the only thing that's going to stop this. It's not. That's not true in any way, shape, or form, but that's what they want you to believe. So I don't know whether it's because of the pushback that's growing in the country. I don't know if it's because they wanted the panic buying to happen to try and clear out the shelves to prove to people that we're panic buying and that the inflation's high because we have such a crazy demand for issues as opposed to them not being able to supply it. I don't know what the issue was, but I think some are starting to catch on, including even within the government. Pretty interesting that somebody equates themselves to science. But what we need to make sure we do is we don't leap into the shutdowns that we saw take place last year. I'm concerned about the public policy responses that the White House is going to put forward. We saw last year children not in school for in-person learning. We cannot allow that to happen again. We've seen the dramatic and devastating consequences that that has on children all across the United States. And so I'm really concerned about the policy proposals that the Biden administration is going to try to put forward now that this new variant is out. They're going to try to use the hype to drive their liberal agenda. And I'm going to keep all eyes on this. And we need to hold this administration accountable for their actions. So that was Congressman Steele, that audio from Newsmax. And we appreciate them on that one. But it's absolutely right. I mean, when you start to lose the fear, look, we've been in this, what, a year, year and a half now? We're getting a little numb to it. You can't play the same. It's kind of like the mass shooting thing or the school shooting thing where they say that we become numb to it because we're so accustomed to it. And it's sad that we become accustomed to something so devastating. But we become accustomed to a lot of shootings. Chicago, oh, it's just an everyday thing in the news. Oh, three people died tonight. Oh, seven people died over the weekend. Oh, and it's not even like an emotional response any longer because we're so used to seeing it happen. The desensitizing 
of society to emotional issues is something the progressives have done very, very good at. And they do it with their ideology with socialism, where they push it, we get shock and awe. So they implement a little bit of it. We're like, okay, that's not too bad. Then they do it again. They push the envelope. They get everybody worked up. Then they just backtrack it a little bit and advance it a little. And we're like, okay, that's not too bad. They do it with the guns. Oh, we're going to take away the gun. No, we're not. We're just going to take away the bullets. Ah, okay. The virus. We've had a year and a half. Oh, the virus isn't bad. I want to get back to normal now. New variant. We're all going to die. Oh, my gosh. Everybody get vaccinated. The scare tactics, the politics of fear, and the desensitizing of society is something they've been uh, excellent at. And this is just a new way for them to implement their agenda. In fact, in Switzerland, 62% of the country, now this is a socialist country anyways, 62% of the country loves their vaccine passports and vaccine mandates. They love the lockdowns that they have there, and they still support the government doing so even in light of this new variant. Why? Because that's the way they roll. Are we falling into that trap ourselves? We'll see. Take a break here. Lots more coming up. Richard Battle, he'll be joining us at the, the bottom of the hour as well. It's a Monday kicking off a brand new week for The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. So much news to cover, so little time to do it. Welcome back into the program halfway through the show already for a Monday, kicking off a brand new week. I know that it's going to take like a week to get back into the motion. You're like, oh, I'm used to holidays for two days out of the week now. Nope. We're back at it, so we'll keep you entertained, keep you motivated, keep you going for the week. Find us all over social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, Instagram, TikTok, and oh, ourfreedombook.com and, of course, the website at HoosierReason.com. We will talk about social media here in just a second as we got the news about the CEO of Tweety, Jack Dorsey, stepping away. That's interesting, so we'll get into that here in just a minute as well. But first, I want to get right to our guest. What's trending today? Super happy to have this guy back on the program, and it's been way too long since we have chatted with him. He's a Texan. He's a business uh, businessman, community leader, award-winning author as well with his latest book, Life's Daily Treasure, 366 Doses of Hope, Optimism, Personal Growth, and Encouragement. I know, difficult things to find today's times, right? Excited to have Richard Battle back on the program. Richard, how are you, my friend? Andy, I'm doing great, and I appreciate the opportunity to be with you again. Oh, I love chatting with you. It's always good to have you on the program. Uh, first off, hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Talk about, you know, happy thoughts and optimism. I enjoyed, I live here in Wichita, Kansas, and I got to say I really enjoyed the 70-degree weekend we had. 
<laughs> well, we enjoy global warming, except in July and August. <laughs> there is that. Uh, well, I will say, I, I mean, hanging Christmas lights on the house over the weekend, I've never been able to do that in a cutoff t-shirt and shorts. So to me, that was a first, and that's the way I want to hang Christmas lights every year from now on. I don't want to do that in coats and gloves. <laughs> well, I think that's a great idea. Hopefully you'll be able to do it again. That's right. That's right. Uh, it's great to talk with you because this is a great way to kind of wrap up the year and talk about ways to think about the good things that happened throughout the year. And really the last year and a half, this year has been kind of a blur because it's just been kind of an extension of 2020 with the COVID pandemic. We haven't really started wrapping a lot of the COVID stuff up until the last couple of months. But talking about hope and optimism and personal growth, and I love to look back. This is the time of year we always look back and say, all right, at the beginning of the year, where were we? Where are we now? Have we made some gains? Have we made some advancements? And is it a good idea to do that? Or is it for a lot of people like, ah, oh, crap, like I didn't really do anything this year? Well, I think it depends on each individual because we all have choices on how we view things. Regardless of the experience we're going through, we get to choose. And one of the greatest books was Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. He survived a Nazi concentration camp, and he was a psychologist and invented logotherapy. And he discovered that the people that had the most optimistic attitudes in the concentration camps survived at a greater rate than the people with a negative attitude. Mm. And his quote was that man's last freedom was how to choose how to respond to whatever situation he was in. And we have not dealt with a concentration camp type of situation yet, but we've dealt with challenges and we all get to choose how we respond to them and go forward. That is an amazing word of encouragement there. And for someone to stay optimistic while they're in concentration camps, I think is an entirely another level of, I mean, my wife says I'm always an eternal optimist and she gets grumpy with me at times because we'll be in a bad situation. I'll be like, oh, don't worry, honey, it'll work itself out. And uh, we, get, she gets annoyed and other people get annoyed by that every once in a while. But to have an optimistic look while you're inside a concentration camp, I think takes things to an entirely different level there. Well, absolutely, and, and there are other examples as well. People have been through much tougher situations than we've been through, yeah. and we need to learn from that. We stand on their shoulders, and we have to toughen up and, and get through this situation and broaden our shoulders for those generations coming behind us. That's a great point, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I've heard a lot of people live their life that way of, oh, you know what, someone else always has it worse. I look at it as, you know, different generations. You know, a thousand years ago when we were living in the dark ages and, you know, had to dump our buckets of, you know, bodily waste out our windows and get sick from it, you know, those were times where people were dying at the age of 12 and 15 on a regular basis. So whatever struggles we're in today – someone has had it worse and we should be grateful for that. Is that a good way to look at it? Or is that uh, for a lot of people too, though, that's just kind of sugarcoating a bad situation? Well, I think people, some people have it worse than we have it today, hmm. but our parents and grandparents obviously had it worse going through the 1918 pandemic, the depression, World War One and two. So they went through so much more than we did. But if you look back, at their writings, at, you look back at movies and different things, people had a totally different attitude. They didn't have this entitlement mentality. And our parents could only dream about things that we think were essential, and our grandparents couldn't even conceive the things that we have. 
And so we're so much better off generally than previous generations were. Yeah, that is very true. Uh, the technology, as you mentioned, social media or computers or video games or whatever else, I mean, when we become, quote-unquote, lazy because things are done for us with the technology and making things more convenient, is it good for the luxury and convenience, or is it bad because it does create that uh, that mindset of just get, just anticipating it, just demanding it, just expecting it in life and getting that type of mindset where we don't have to work hard for it. I mean, is there kind of a, a good and bad scenario here? Is it a positive and negative force all at the same time? Well, I heard somebody tell me once that if you have it hard early in life, it'll be easier later. And mm. if you have it easier early in life, it'll be hard later. And I believe that. I didn't have air conditioning in a home until I was in high school. Uh, my grandmother didn't have a television until I was nine years old. So, I've seen things that were tougher than I have now, but not as tough as other people have them. We have it much easier in this country than so many people around the world. And again, it's how we look at what we have and whether we appreciate and have Thanksgiving that we just experienced, or if we look and complain because inconveniences to us, which other people live with every day. Yeah, we're talking with Richard Battle, author of the book Life's Daily Treasure, 366 Doses of Hope, Optimism, Personal Growth, and Encouragement. You can find his website at richardbattle.com. Let's talk about the entitlement for a second and the entitlement bubble. In your mind, watching the world, looking at where we're at, obviously we're not in the worst situation, and I'm talking culturally, politically, COVID pandemic-wise right now. We're not in the worst situation, but we're moving in a bad pattern right now. When do you think that entitlement bubble may burst? And the way I see it, and we've, I think we've talked about this with you and I together before, is the cycles of, you know, bad times create hard men, hard men create good times, good times create weak men, weak men create the bad times, and the cycle continues. Where are we on that spectrum, and when is the hard times bad enough to create the hard men again, and when is that entitlement bubble going to burst in your mind? Well, and I think that's exactly correct. Some people will go through that cycle individually, but as a society, uh, we risk going through that cycle right now because things have been so good. And if we allow some of these pressures that we're under now with COVID, uh, the political scene and other things, for us to sacrifice our freedoms for security because the media and politicians stampede us into a panic will shame on us. Uh, we have to gut it up. And we have to protect our individual freedom and liberty and our independence in our living. And that, to me, is so important, much more so than some of the luxuries we have, because I look at little kids. I went to a football game Friday and college game, and I see little kid fans there, and I'm thinking what world they're going to grow up in. Yeah. And I'm hoping they'll have the freedoms that I've experienced and you've experienced and it's our duty to deliver that to them. And we have to protect that freedom and not have it stolen or give it away through these uh, politicians that are goading us into that right now. Yeah, well, there is there's a difference between individual liberty that creates freedom and happiness and that personal growth because you have the freedom to do what you want to do and your own personal skills and own personal choice based on that freedom as opposed to only having a select few options because the government gave you those options and then trying to fake happiness in there. I mean, we see the headline right now, and I read it earlier in the show, that 62% of Switzerland 
believes right now with the especially with this new COVID variant coming out of South Africa, which we found out is not as deadly as the other ones. It may be more transmissible, but it's not nearly as severe in any way, shape or form. But right now, 62 percent of Swiss voters believe in the government locking things down again with the continued vaccine mandates, the continued isolation, the continued uh, uh, just social distancing, mask wearing, all the other garbage right now. They support it as a nation. Are they as content in seeing personal growth as a nation like us that really believes in personal individual and sovereignty to be able to make your own choices? Well, I don't think they've had the freedom that we've had for 200 years. And I think they're more readily uh, ready to give up what little they do have. Whereas I think in this country, I'm seeing signs every day of people exerting their freedom and pushing back on the government because we have to remember that the government doesn't do anything for us without taking something from someone. And they don't do anything for free. And everything we ask them to do at any level of government takes away our individual freedom to live for ourselves. And so we need to retain as much responsibility and opportunity as possible and not cede it to any level of government. That is very true. Richard, can you stick over one more segment with us? Yes, sir. Awesome. we got to take a hard break here, so I want to hang you over. So I appreciate that. When we come back, I want to talk about that and kind of go a little bit further into it with my generation and the the younger generations. Are we losing that mindset because of technology and because how corporations or government or whoever is so interconnected, watching and doing everything to monitor us for marketing schemes or for government databases or whatever? Are we losing that freedom, and will that eventually uh, turn into losing optimism and personal growth. Plus, with social media changing a little bit too, we saw the news Jack Dorsey stepping away from Twitter. What does that mean in the realm of social media? And will things get better on that front? So I want to touch on all that and more when we come back with Richard Battle. Life's Daily Treasure is his book. Go and check it out at richardbattle.com. Trying to kick off a brand new week, get you optimistic for the week, trying to get you pumped up, ready to go. Lots more coming up. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Last few minutes here on the show for a Monday. We're talking with Richard Battle, author of the book Life's Daily Treasure, 366 Doses of Hope, Optimism, Personal Growth, and Encouragement as we talk about the changing of times, being appreciative for what we have and the hard work that goes into being able to do that as opposed to the entitlement mentality Richard let's go into the young generations for a second I'm a millennial I turned 33 what a couple months ago I think I don't know and I apologize for my generation every single day because my generation has been nuts but we're here we're still surviving and not all the generation obviously we got to try and stand up and you know show the right side of it but there was a poll I want to say a couple years ago it was it was shortly after I got out of college it was a few years ago but it was that near 80% of my generation, the vast majority, would be okay with the government monitoring our emails and watching everything and collecting all the data from our emails for a free pizza is how okay they were with it. Now, g- moving forward with censorship, with the control of technology and with media, I mean, to think about how intricate that the control is, uh, I mean, working in the radio industry, working in the TV industry, and looking at how they do ratings and how they literally watch everything and how it's, you know, they, they know exactly how to target ads based on the camera in your smart TV to, you know, put on different foods or put on different items or whatever. I mean, the knowledge that they have about you every single day, is that concerning? Is that troubling? And for young generations that don't know, I mean, my generation was the last one that didn't grow up with a TV and a smartphone in my hand all the time. So every generation now growing up behind me is not aware of the lack of censorship, the lack of control, and the lack of power that technology has over us. Is there any way to get back to that point, or is that just the new norm we have to accept? Well, I think it's tough, but I'll give you an example of a simple pushback. How many forms are given to people where they ask Social Security number? And how many of those forms really need your Social Security number? So I always push back. I never give any of it. And then if if I'm given a reasonable explanation, I'll give the last four digits only. But you're correct. That information is incredible. And I'll give you an example. If you go read 1984, Mm -hmm. and if your listeners haven't read it, you need to read it because it's another great book. And there's a an example in there where each day the protagonist has to stand in front of this screen, which is a flat panel TV on the wall, and do, quote, unquote, the physical jerks. Well, basically, that's exercise. Yeah. And so the government was mandating a certain amount of exercise with people watching you uh, to do each day. And we're not that far from that situation right now because of the data that's being collected. And but a few years ago, I would think it's ludicrous to think we could get there, but the way things are going now, 
I believe almost anything is possible with the government trying to seize more power. It's, it's already happening. I mean, we look at the universal health care system out of the United Kingdom to where uh, if you need a knee surgery, they want to make sure that you're a non-smoker under a certain age and that you haven't smoked for at least six months. They have all these pre-requirements for them to sanction and allow you to get something as simple as a knee surgery because they want to make sure that you're going to be a valuable asset to society. So it's already here, Richard. I mean, we're already seeing this stuff. The government's yeah. collecting everything where they're going to raise. I mean, we're looking at and I think uh, I've heard other hosts say this and I haven't talked about it because I haven't wanted to mimic them. But I completely wholeheartedly agree that I think that the covid vaccine stuff and how we're abiding or not abiding to the covid stuff is a prerequisite for an upcoming social credit score like they do in in, in China on whether you're going to be allowed to ride in public transportation, whether you're going to be allowed to fly, whether you're going to be allowed to go to different like entertainment centers based on your public credit score that the government sanctions to you based on how well you abide by them. Yeah, absolutely. And and that indicates the importance of every election all the way down to city council, school boards, uh, water districts, any election you've got an opportunity to vote in, you need to vote, need to vote for people that will extend freedom and not extend government. Yeah, last question before we let you go. We got just about 30 seconds here, but what is uh, to go into the new year? What is the best way to try and keep that optimism and look at that personal growth to grow and expand your personal liberties? Well, I think the attitude is the most important thing, and people have to choose a positive attitude because the media and everything that we're exposed to now is so discouraging. Yeah. So hanging out with people that will encourage your efforts and dreams. Uh, that you can pursue is very important. Uh, Being an encourager yourself to encourage other people in their efforts because when you're positive, you're going to attract positive people to you as well. Amen to that. And that is so important in our efforts is being around positive people that can reinforce what we want to do to make the best of every opportunity. That's what it's all about. RichardBattle.com. Go and check it out, Richard. It's great to talk to you, my friend. We're going to get you on the show again soon. Until then... This is The Voice of Reason. We'll be on the radio tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.